like you doing big thing Dirty, dirty liar, need to come clean Love the front, but you forgetting one thing One thing, yeah We know you in real life, day and night And we're back with another podcast For the people in the back, yeah Oh yeah. <laughs> What's up everyone? We got the Spectators Podcast number four? Cruising right along. Oh yeah. How was your weekend? Um Can't complain. I have a confession to make. Um so the the title of our podcast last week was Don't Wear Jeans. I had a semi-athletic event this weekend, and I was wearing jeans. Um, but were you running in jeans? No. See, and that's, that's the key. I that's know. the key. So I found an acceptable sport to play in jeans, bowling. You're right. You can bowl in jeans. Yeah. Um, so we had an event. Uh, you can throw darts in jeans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dag's got some of the boys together for a bowling event. Um for charity and uh we won that thing of course Graycon services Dope. balling uh shout out dags got the um high game award i think he had like a 205 or something like that i saw you guys got a picture with uh mateen cleaves yeah there were a bunch of former uh spartan msu uh athletes there uh mateen drew neitzel andre hudson put it on um, Bo Gracchus. So what they would do is they would have, they called like these, uh, former guys champions. And so they would rotate every so often. And you had a, you'd have a final champion score on your, on your team score, Yep. which was the combined of all these people rotating to your lane. Right. Man, the champions were sucking on their roles on our lane. And all of a sudden, once in a while, they would throw in a wacky bowl. Okay. And so Timbo Gracchus was on our lane. And uh, they threw this wacky bowl in where you got to go backwards between your legs. And we he got a strike for us, which was the only strike the champions ever got for us. Backwards between yeah. the legs. Kill so him. shout out Timmy. Just a pure athlete. <laughs> but yeah, so there are a few exceptions to the don't wear jeans rule. Good to know. Good to know. How was your weekend? I was all right. Um, you know, didn't really do much, honestly. Big MSU victory, speaking of which, in hoop this weekend. Yeah. Huge. Miles victory. Bridges coming through in the clutch. Finally, dude. Uh, All right. <laughs> um, Valentine's Day this Wednesday. Yeah. Don't give any shits. No, none? Nope. Shout out my girl who also doesn't give any shits. Does she really which is the not only, give shits? Which or is does the only, she just say that? Which is the only reason I cannot give any shits. Uh, no, she actually she actually doesn't give any shit. I don't shit. know how you know that, like, for sure, though. I'm 99%. <laughs> I'll find out come Valentine's Day. But I do not plan on doing anything. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to save money for a house, so I don't think we're doing much of anything either. Yeah, But oh, we're old and married, so. Overrated. Yeah. Overrated, for sure. But for for the dating couple, I would assume that you guys would be doing something. Oh, because you're married now? You don't have to? Well, yeah, because we have other <laughs> responsibilities now. Every day is Valentine's Day, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't need a special day for that. Wow. All right, so uh, 
let's start out with a with our main topic one of our main topics what is that so i want to talk about this apple music versus spotify thing that i see a lot of videos getting made of because of the release of the home pod i i'm assuming that's why a lot of these things are uh popping up in my timeline okay um and there's been debate as to if or when apple music will take over not take over but reign supreme in the streaming world as far as being the most popular platform what do you think see i have a hard time believing that this is actually going to come true because i still think spotify is light years ahead of apple music and this is coming from a person that uses apple music instead of spotify yeah see that's interesting because i'm a spotify user so i i always listen to my music on spotify obviously i have apple music and i'll once in a while check in on it and whatnot but i use spotify normally but i i guess i don't have any specific reason to think oh apple music will surpass it but i also won't put anything past apple do you want to know why I think that? It but, will? I, but I won't, it, it, I won't put anything past Apple, though, because they have a huge advantage over anybody in all these things because they are the ones with the device. Right. Like The ecosystem. Right, exactly. It's easy to use Apple Music and anything attached to the Apple name if you have an well, that's iPhone what I mean. or it, an iPad. Apple will or... eventually just force everything into their own atmosphere. Right. I haven't even... That's what I wanted to look up. I forgot to look up what what the uh what the current ratio of people using apple uh phones compared to android phones now okay because that's the thing is i think this is what the point is that people are trying to make is apple music might be worse than spotify but you have a lot of people like me that are super invested to the apple ecosystem i have an iphone i have a MacBook. I have an Apple Watch. I have that's everything I mean. Apple. That's what I mean. And Apple will always like give you benefits to. And I use that all right. Stuff. I use Apple Music because it functions way better on my iPhone, Apple Watch, MacBook than Spotify does. Yeah. But for discovering music, like as a music lover, just straight up, I don't know why. Any if that's your only like requirement, I don't know why anyone would use. So you use Apple Music. Like I use Spotify, correct? Yeah. Okay, so tell me, because I don't use Apple Music like that. Tell me what advantages, if any, there are to Apple Music right now. Because as far as I know, like, how are even the Apple Music playlists? I don't really know shit about them. I know a lot about Spotify playlists and things like that. I know Spotify is good for discovering new music. Is Apple Music good for that or no? Um. Yeah, and I would say that they're probably very similar okay and the only gripe that i have with apple music compared to spotify is dude spotify's app is just way better designed than apple music like even down to the fact of like the top five songs and the algorithm that's supported by that like what the what what is apple like what is Apple Music showing when they're showing the top five songs on a? I was on just an asking. Uh, we were talking about that the other day. Yeah, just but because I was looking at my own. But it's stuff like that that it doesn't the the way that the app flows and the way that the app is designed is just so much better on Spotify than it is. 
But the core things that are going on in both apps, like the way that they formulate yeah. playlists, I heard that Apple Music is actually could technically be considered better for playlists because more of their playlists are curated by real people. So maybe it's just a visibility thing with uh, yes. With it's Spotify so hard for Apple me to Music. find something that I'm actually going to well, like. That speaks to because I was thinking about this the other day before. I didn't know we were going to talk about this on the podcast or anything. I was just looking at my own music and, and wondering to myself. So I was looking things up and Apple music is actually coming out with an artist dashboard this yeah. spring. Yeah, they've, right. they've actually launched it and given it to like a few thousand artists to beta test and things like that. It's about and time. Yeah, I know. Cause that's the thing. Even as artists, as a user on Spotify, as a fan, you have a certain amount of insight into how many plays and things yep. an artist gets. As an artist on Spotify, you have a lot more information through an artist dashboard. Right. Apple Music, as a fan, you don't have much insight into what's going on, play, listen wise. And right. as an artist, you have the same amount, basically. Yeah. Like, for sure. You really don't have a live update on. And that's what they were saying is this dashboard obviously will help independent artists and things because if you're signed, you always have access to the data somehow yep. um, through connections that way. But as an independent artist, Apple Music doesn't have a dashboard for you right now. So I don't know. Like, if we're, we were talking about this the other day, you have your top songs on Spotify and your top songs on Apple Music. I know why my top songs on Spotify are my top songs. Right. Apple Music, I don't know. Well, and that's the thing. If we're strictly talking from an artist standpoint, dude, of course, 100% Spotify for sure. Like, yeah. they give me way more information yeah. and way more control over what the hell's on my artist profile. Yeah. But if we're talking from a user perspective, like, dude, all Apple needs to do is make a freaking app that is as simple to use as Spotify's is, and they will be better. Yeah. But that, okay, but, okay, so you started this saying you don't think Apple Music will surpass Spotify. No, 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 I do. Oh, okay. I do think that just because of, not because of their app is just better and everything, because of the way that it functions within the Apple ecosystem. Well, and I think because I guarantee you, if I look up the numbers, I guarantee you whatever it is, iPhones are still the most used phone in the world by far. Oh yeah. So just based off of that, you have to, if they just keep making those better and they keep refining Apple music and HomePod and everything like that within the next couple of years, I could definitely see Apple music becoming yeah. the thing. More well, because so than Apple's Spotify. not stupid either. They're going to, I agree with the whole um, connectivity and ecosystem point 100%, but I also think they have a direct competitor in Spotify, and they are aware of what makes oh, yeah. Spotify, and they're going to continue to, e even if it's just if it's not making it better than Spotify, they'll just copy them. Yeah, so which if, they if, already kind of yeah, are. So that's what I'm saying. If they ended up being the exact same thing as Spotify, but then had the advantage of being connected to everybody's iPhones and making things easy that way, yep. then there's their advantage. Right. I was thinking of, of a specific example as far as um, like, for instance, you have your uh, on Spotify and I don't I forget what these playlists are called. So maybe you can uh, help me out here. But Spotify has two cure curated playlists for you every time you get into it. And isn't it like um, I can't think of the names, uh, what are the like, names? It's like it something. Is it? Mm, I have it somewhere here. It's um. I've literally had it at the tip of my tongue, but I don't really even use them. That's why. I... 
I don't even know. Well, okay. I guess it's not really important that Oh, Discover Weekly and then yeah. Release Radar. Yeah. Okay. Apple Music has pretty much the exact same thing okay. on their platform. But the way they present it is not obvious. Like Spot Spotify almost integrates it into your like library. Yeah. Like it makes yeah. it look like it's just you don't like have to part look, of you don't have to look for it. No. In 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 Apple Music they have this tab that's like for you and they list a bunch of other stuff and then at the top they have their version of like Discover Weekly and like uh songs based on your hits that you listen to constantly and blah blah blah. Like they have those curated things. Yeah. But I can see how people don't necessarily get put onto them as much as the Spotify f- playlist because they don't look as obvious. Yeah. They don't look like they don't what's the about right word or right way to put it is it, it's kind of like they don't look they don't look like they're integrated into things that you would actually want to listen to the way that Spotify makes it look like these okay. are just part of your yeah of your songs and you, you should pay attention to them because we know what we're doing. So the th- one of the things I'm a little I'm either worried about it with Spotify or I'm just out of touch with current music more than I think. So when I first started using Spotify, like a few years ago, you know, like really using it on a regular basis, um, I used their um, their top playlists a lot. Like when you browse music, like browse hip hop, top hip hop playlists, right. um, like rap caviar, right? Those playlists, and um, it seemed like before it was more of a a mixture of music um and it was all popular like top popular music type songs but now i go to i go to those playlists and this is why i say i'm either out of touch with what's just hot right now because it's all the it's so much of the mumble rap type stuff yeah and like obviously if Drake puts out new music, he'll be on there. If J. Cole puts out something new, he'll be on there. If Kendrick puts something new, he'll be on there. But outside of those top five, six artists yep. that aren't mumble rap, yep. I rarely see anyone pop up that isn't Twenty One Savage, Lil Uzi, Kodak Black, like all these type of guys. Yep. And so my que- my question then is like, is and a lot of those guys are label guys. Right. Like they got hot off of labels. Right. So I'm worried that these Spotify playlists, which are kind of the new radio, mm-hmm. are they are they in a little too much of cahoots with the labels now? Like you hear that that's kind of the way things are going is money is exchanging hands and favors are being done that yep. way. Whereas when they started out, maybe it was a little more pure. Yeah. And that's that type of shit always ruins things. And it might be cool now, whatever, but it will ruin things in the end. Yeah. I think you're already starting to see it. Like, I I think even the fact that we're having this, because that's the other thing that I I will admit, when you actually dive into the Apple Music playlist, Mm -hmm. there are some that are obviously, like, label-driven, but there are some that I don't think are. Yeah. And there are playlists that I don't really see the type of songs that are on there on spotify that i do spotify's so trendy now well yeah so and that's the thing I, if you really delve into the, these playlists yeah i'm sure there's plenty that 
aren't like that, but the top, like the rap caviar playlist is such a huge. I'm, I'm talking specifically Spotify sponsored playlist. I know, I know. And I'm saying if you delve into it, you'll find other stuff. Yeah. But that, like, like I said, I just, that rap caviar playlist is like the big yeah. thing in hip hop where if you're a Spotify user and you're a hip hop yeah, fan. And it didn't used to be as trendy I know, as it is now. I, that, that's kind of, that's kind of how I felt. And yeah, it's, to me, it's a, it's a very specific, like. If you're with someone that hates that type of music, but yeah. they like hip hop, but they just don't like the that yeah. style. Yeah. If you go to the Rap Caviar playlist, which from a hip hop fan who uses Spotify, you think of that as just like, what are the hottest tracks out in hip hop right now? Yeah. And you go play that for someone that hates that type of, they're going to hate that playlist. Yeah, for sure. But is that just what's hot in hip hop right now? Or it, mu is it must be because Spotify, that's the other thing. Apple Music needs to introduce followers to their playlists. Like, let me see who is actually listening. How many people are actually yeah. listening to this? Because that's the biggest thing. We, we assume because Rap Caviar has how many, yeah. you know, millions of people that are following that playlist, that that's the above Almost all. Almost 9 million. 9 million. So, obviously, like, people like that playlist. If they didn't, they wouldn't be following it. Right. But I can't compare that to Apple Music's top hip-hop playlist. Right. I, don't, I don't know how many people are actually following it or listening to it. But th that's where I wonder if, if it's just a me thing or if it is going to cause some regression because, like you say, 9 million people follow that, so it's obviously that's what people want to listen to, and I, I would agree with you. But is there going to start to be a trend of, Okay, I'm not fucking with this anymore because I'm one of those type of people where I used to like if I got sick of my saved songs or I didn't have something specific that, that I wanted to listen to that day, I'd go to that and I'd see like what's some new shit that I haven't heard that's popular. Well, let me and, throw but, let me but, but lately, I don't really have much interest in going to that shit, but yet I'll still follow it, you know. Oh, I'm done. I stopped following that. But playlist. that's what I mean, are people going to start to follow that trend if it's if it keeps being a label thing and just this this specific type of yeah because, because or Spotify got popular because it was new and something that had never been seen before as far as that goes it gave the power to the actual listener but now I I do feel like it's going to regress because as soon as Apple gets their head out of their asses and actually starts to give a little bit more transparency to who is actually listening to these things then I think we're going to start to see the shift because no one thinks that Apple music is anywhere close to Spotify right now because they don't, they don't, they don't, uh, broadcast it. There's no way to like see how many people are actually listening. There's no way to see how many people are listening to Packy. Right. There's no way to see who's listening to Cyrus. They're not the authority on how many people are listening to things right. because they don't release it. Right. But as soon as they do, and it's actually comparable to Spotify and they actually have these curators that are actually, if they can say that they're not as label-driven as Spotify is, and they have proof in that, and they have the numbers, then the numbers start to shift. Yeah. To me. No, I agree with you. I think that's, I think it'll be interesting to watch over the next year or two. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually pumped because I do, I, I do think that Apple Music, especially for a hip-hop fan like me, there are some playlists on there that I have a feeling are decently popular playlists because they're listed above everything else, and they're not 
the type of stuff that I find on Spotify a lot that are actually listed easy for me to find. Right. That's the only difference. Okay. So <clears throat> I have a little, I have a, you know, we always like to have our relatively independent artist topic uh, for the day. And it's something I've thought about a lot. Um, and I kind of want to have a little bit of a debate about it because I don't even necessarily know where I stand on this topic of <clears throat> I did this versus I'm going to do this because I've flip-flopped on this. As in, let's say I have something I want people to see. I have a, a, a video that I want to drop that I think is really dope that I want people to see. What is better to not say shit about it and then when you announce it and have eyes on it, you actually have the product to show people? Or is it better to hype it up, hype it up, hype it up for X amount of time and then drop it? Because... Okay, say that again. Okay, so I have a video to drop. Okay. Do I... I want to drop it on... Um, I want to drop it on Wednesday. Okay. Do I not say shit about it till Wednesday and then when anyone ever knows about it, I attach the video to it. So people can be like, oh, Packy's got a video and here it is. So no so, marketing. Attack. Right. So when I'm excited about it, I get to go watch it. Right. Okay. Or is it better to be like, I got a video coming a month ahead of time and then be like, and then just keep, keep teasing it, keep teasing it, keep teasing it and then finally drop it. Right. I don't, I used to be on the I used to be on the side of as soon as you have eyes on it and you have people that want to watch it, mm -hmm. I want it to be available to them. So I don't right. want to hype, 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 hype. Because I can hype after too. Right. Like it's not like you just have to it's not like you shorten the amount of time that you market it. Right. You just instead of going, you know, a month before and then a month after, you just go that first month and and the whole month afterwards. Right. I mean, cuz I I I've gone back and forth on this. I used to be the non the non hype guy. I don't I was like, yeah, one, once people want to see it, I want to have it available to them. I don't want to be the guy that's like this is coming soon. This is coming soon. This is coming soon. And then finally like people are just like, okay, whatever, like is it coming or what? And then it's there. I don't know how many eyes are going to be on it. Are you wasting are you wasting eyes at that point? That's what I'm wondering. But then the more things go by and the more I see other people doing this type of thing, the more I'm like, people really do buy into the hype. Yeah, but I think I think there's a I think there's something missing as far as you you have to and the, okay, so I'm about to say something that is coming from the big big bad label side of things. Okay. And it's not a popular thing as far as fans are concerned. But it is something that works. And this is the reason why labels and anyone that knows what they're doing in the music industry markets like hell and for a long time is it's not because they're trying to garner the people that are already there. Mm -hmm. It's to reach the people that aren't. Mm -hmm. So the longer you can gather one or two people each day for three months, that's more people that are going to... And, it, and it's but that's, a snowball. But effect. you're just talking about marketing. I'm talking about... <clears throat> like if you don't have anything to market, what are you garnering? 
But you're always marketing. You're always marketing yourself. Right? I guess, but you're like, I just want an example of you say they're marketing for two or three months. But I'm talking about you're dropping something. What are you marketing before that point then? I thought I thought this was based on something that you had ready to drop. Yeah. Like so, whether... so when you said you market something for two, three months, are you saying you drop it and market that? Or are you saying beforehand? Before you drop it. Right. So what are you marketing? You're just that thing you're that about thing. to drop? Yes. Yes. And you're letting you're letting your as annoying as this is to a fan, because they just want it. They yeah. just want it now. As annoying it is as it is to a fan, a fan has to understand that while they're the they're what we think of the majority of the time, yeah. we're still trying to garner new people to our brand. And you'd like to think that from an outside um, perspective, like a fan, whether they get annoyed with the constant marketing and not dropping or not, if they're a fan, when you drop it, they're going to listen. Right. Whereas you're saying you're garnering these other people that maybe have heard about this, and then when it drops they might listen now because they heard about it beforehand. Right. And think about the hype too. Like your fans are making this sound like most of them, uh, some of them might be annoyed and it is what it is, mm. but most of your core fans are going to be excited for this. Right. So you're inviting other people who have never heard of you to participate in the hype. Right. They're more likely to participate in that hype than they are to just listen to your shit right off the bat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you. And I, I think I think that's where I'm at these days is I do think. But as a fan, I will never argue that that is annoying. When an artist is like, I have an album, but it's not coming for three months. Yeah. That's annoying. Well, and that's what's fan. tough, too, is like just as a person. I'm not a I'm not a hype person. Yeah. Like if you take the business out of it, just like a personal thing, a yeah. human thing. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Just fucking do it. Right. Like, I hate that on a personal human level. Right. From a business perspective, you have to be able to separate that. Like, you have to. And it, it, not the exact same example, but it reminds me of early on in our Spectators days when the Spectators was our producer-rapper duo before it was the label. Um, we would go on Twitter and we would search the Spectators and we would retweet and favorite people and, and yep. talk to them on Twitter. Yep. Not, they didn't add us. They just typed. They were like, oh, this song by the Spectators is cool. Blah, 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 blah. And I remember getting backlash from a local promotional uh, company who, like, we had done shows with, didn't have any bad blood or whatever, talking shit about, oh, these guys search themselves on Twitter, like, what tools type thing. We're a fucking business. Right. Every business does this. It's right. good. It's good. Good business. If you're and a good business, you do that. Yeah. Like, and that, and that's why I'm not even gonna get into that. But it's just frustrating because I get, I get that sentiment because I'm like that as a person. Right. But you're talking about a business. We're talking about the spectators Twitter this, account. This We're not talking not, about. This is not a personal thing. Right. Because the thing is, what you have to remember, um, as a business, is okay. First, let me start with the personal. Because as a person, you have your family, your friends, everybody that you're constantly around. And they're, they should always be paying attention to what you're doing or wanting to know what you're doing regardless because they're your friends or your family. Or someone that's even an acquaintance. 
it's easier to reach those people because they're always around you, correct? Correct. So as a business, though, you are not always just trying to reach your friends, family, and acquaintances. Yeah. This is a business. So you're reaching the world. Yeah. So And the world isn't always tuned into you the second that you want to drop something right. or do something. Right. So market, that's where marketing yeah. comes in. Well, and you got to make them aware of what Not you're to mention doing. specifically on Twitter, if someone is just typing in the spectators and not adding them, yeah. there's something to be said for being like, hey, here we are. If you want to follow us and keep up to date yeah. on what we're doing. Even personally, that's, there's nothing wrong with right. that. Right. It's like someone's talking about you at a party and they don't know who you are and you walk up to them and you're like, hey, hey this is me. I'm, I'm Packy. Yeah. I'm the guy that you're talking. What is, that, what is wrong with that? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But yes, people need to, like, I agree because we we we've taken a lot of flack for that in the past. And there is a difference between business and personal, especially in but, marketing. But that's the thing. Who, do we, who, do, who have we taken the flack from and who do you take flack from in these... People that aren't doing like aren't doing no, well in business no. and aren't doing these things. No. Like you don't you never see uh successful people in businesses right. looking at something like that and being like, Oh, that's whack. Because right. they know it's smart. Well, especially in the new age though. Like the thing is now, knowing what we know now, if we if we knew yeah. it in the past, like of course we, we now, took the yeah, right now everyone's a brand. Exactly. And that that shit's corny. I don't even want to get it. That'll be a topic for another day, but But yeah, it's you but being that, a human being is not a brand. But that's the thing. It's, it's like what we were talking about um, on our last podcast of when we were starting, no one was posting their stuff constantly yeah. like we were. Yeah. They were all fighting. So, I, and I'm not saying nobody right. because in our, the world's in our, bigger. On our radar. The world's bigger than Lansing. On Michigan. our radar. Yeah. But to us, when we were first starting out, we were the only local artists that were doing that constantly. Right. But now knowing what we know today, yeah, of course that was the way to do it. And yeah. now everyone's doing it. Yeah. But they well, weren't yeah. before. And now everyone's doing it even if they shouldn't be like I don't, and that's the thing. I have a tough time judging other people because I was I hated when I got judged like that because that shit was correct, but you there's people right now that literally think they're a public figure because they're a human being. And they Well, yeah. Post that's, photos. That's or the something. Twitter effect. Yeah, for like, sure. I hate that shit. But that's a topic for another day. Branding, branding yourself. We'll have to. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down and get into it. But, um, no. Last thing about this point is, so we're we're deciding that the hype is fine. It's actually a good marketing tool, um, for businesses, um, right. to promote yourself and your products. I will say though, the thing where that backfires and and where even if you're a business i'm gonna think you're whack is if you multiple times hype things up and don't follow through on them in the end yeah. if it takes you a while fine but if you just don't follow through on it in the end then i think you're whack and you're corny because then because then you hit the dip there's a difference to me between hyping to market mm -hmm. and hyping because you're because you're bored and you yeah. need to hype yourself up. Yeah. Like, oh, like you're the one that hasn't been working or doing the proper things and all of a sudden you're like, I need to do something. So I'm gonna hop on social media and be like, album coming soon. <laughs> when you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, like that. I, I'm not gonna argue with that one because And then all I, of a sudden no album comes for like two years and people are like, oh, what the fuck was that yeah there needs to be more and but that's the thing as a fan or so, someone that's even just buying something buying into something i feel like 
the tools are out there for everybody as a fan to support the guys that actually foul through on things. Mm -hmm. Like, I do feel like the bar is set pretty low nowadays as far as doing that. Yeah. Like you get these artists that are out here marketing a specific thing for like 10 months and it never comes. That's why I second guess myself. Like I still believe all this shit, but I'm, I have to question it so often because I see some of the things that succeed out there and the things people buy into and stuff. And I'm like, am I just in my own world over here? thinking some of the things I think because this is working when I, it just shouldn't work in my head. No. Well, like, but but then those same people complain, though, too, when when the music's garbage or, like, blah, 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 and it's like, yeah. dude, you're literally enabling this to happen. Yeah. I guess at the end of the day, maybe it's not even necessarily a worthwhile debate because at the end of the day, if somebody wants to hear something, they're going to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Like, if Detox drops tomorrow, everyone's going to go listen to that shit. Yeah. And all the decade of mystery and hype you could say worked Mm. but did it work because people would have listened to it before i don't know that's why i say is it even a worthwhile conversation but you can't like like me i'm not dr dre so i can't right right right. you can't can't relate that to like an independent yeah yeah. you can't just be like joe schmo is working on his first mixtape and he hypes it up for yeah 13 years and then decides to drop it like i guess the idea is to just do whatever it takes to get to this peak of the most amount of eyes and interest are going to be on this thing when it drops and then it drops so there so there is there is um there is a peak like you can't go too long you don't want to hype something for two years yeah 10 months maybe right a year maybe right but if you start getting into the over a year that's when I think it starts to get. Well, crazy. that's why detox is never dropping because Dr. Dre's not dumb. So, yeah. well, but like you said, he's a different animal too. Like he's a different story. I'm talking no, I about know, for independent artists. He, if he were to drop detox, he knows that like it is a roller coaster. He had a certain amount of eyes on it, and then it dropped, and now it raises because he came out with but, headphones or okay, whatever, but, and then it drops. Yeah, again. but like you said, because he's him, he could go do something to get right back. Oh. On. And it's just, it's a numbers game at yeah, that point. But an independent artist can't necessarily do no, that. They no. build hype. They do a, they do some things to like get people hype about this. But then if they don't follow through and they fall back off, they can't just right. go get that hype back. We're, we're talking about, like with an independent artist, we're talking about 100,000 versus zero. Yeah. Instead of with Dr. Dre, it's like 13 million yeah. versus yeah. 6 million. I like, saw something not- <laughs> about, remember XV? The artist actually, yeah, yeah. like he was super dope coming up. I was a big fan. He got signed. Yep. Ha- never heard from him since. Yeah. And from what I heard, he's gearing up to drop something. Yeah. Right? And I guess the label wanted him to do like, I didn't read the article in full, but they like wanted him to do like thing. parody, mm-hmm. comedy, whatever type rap. And he mm-hmm. said no. And he's just been shelved. And, but he's gearing up to drop. And it's so unfortunate because. I was such a big fan. I know he had big fans and his trajectory was up, up, up. Yeah. And now maybe he is free from that shit to do his own thing. He's gearing up to drop. But that trajectory, because he got shelved and blah, 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 is not even close to what it would have been if he would have been able to drop his debut album when he had that trajectory. Right. Like, that shit sucks. And you have to, you have to strike while the iron's hot. Right. No, I know. It is unfortunate with him, too, because he was... I, he was one of my favorite. Like we when we were listening to like Big Sean and everybody like that, uh, Jake Cole's first mixtape and yeah. stuff. He was right around yeah. that, yeah. And he was actually really dope. 
But yeah, he just disappeared. I can't think of the name of that signed. one mixtape he dropped. It had uh, had a lot of good ass songs on it though. It was like ah, I can't. Was it the kid with the green? Ba- no, that was the album that he kept. Okay. Um, yeah, whatever. But he was dope. This yeah. Yep. <laughs> This takes me yeah. back to like. Did, didn't this like? This this was like. Uh, didn't this make it on a commercial or something? Don't remember. I want to say it was like on a Verizon commercial or something. Oh, it might have been. Yeah. Does it say what the name of the project was? Uh, that was just a single. Oh, I can see the. Everybody's nobody. Yeah, there you go. That project was dope. Yeah. XV. Everybody's nobody. What yeah. happened to what happened to Laws? <laughs> the artist Laws. He had one dope project drop and then Dude, definition of knowing a lot of people, yeah. dropping a good project and then just not being able to follow through afterwards. Yeah. You always wonder about those things, whether there were labeled things where he got shelved or whether it's just the artist being a massive bullshitter and not putting in the I didn't work. ever hear of him getting signed. I didn't either, but when you have all those connections and stuff too, you know there's things going on in the background. Well, listen, he had features from, but I think Ninth Wonder, yeah, produced the album. And, but guess what happens when you're not self-sustaining? No, I know. Like I, I know, if those people aren't making you beats anymore, what are you supposed but to? But that's do? what I'm saying. You don't know whether those were one-off. He invested a bunch of money to get this project done, or whether it was ghost signed. I I would bet that's what. That's happened. what it was. Yes. Yeah. I, that's kind of w- what was my guess with him too. I would I, like that. There's really no other explanation. Like you invest all that money, you got the hype, but then all of a sudden it falls off, and you're not self-sustaining. What happens? Yeah, you don't have enough money to go reinvest again. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that leads into something else I kind of wanted to um, touch on as far as um, some of those things go. Don't be the idea guy. Yeah. And what I mean by that is everyone goes to sleep with these great ideas. Mm-hmm. Everyone does. You're not unique. Right. Can you wake up and execute them? Right. That's the question. Like, I, and, and you just, it's so prevalent with social media these days. You see it because everyone has to tweet out that they have a great idea. Right. Or like, and as soon as you get some great idea in your head, it's like, straight to social media to let people know. Right. And then does it ever come to fruition? That's right. that's the question. And I don't know. It's just another one of those social media beefs I have these days with everyone having to... I can't tell you how many times I think about the music I'm making and I'm like, oh, I should... Because I run a lot of these by you and a lot of them I don't. But I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll end up making these into an EP or maybe I'll do this joint project with so-and-so or maybe this will be an album or maybe I'll do this or maybe I'll do like a video project with, this, with the songs. Like all these random ideas cross my mind. Right. And, and 90% of them last for a week and, I, and I'm like, nah, not going to work yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But so many people, right when those ideas pop in their head, have to go make it a thing. Yeah. And then they're and then they're not able to follow through, which leads to what I said earlier about the are you hyping yourself up or are you marketing? Right. Like get a base of the project you're about to do or the whatever you're about to drop. Get a base and know in your head that yes, this is going to be something I do and make happen. Then hype and market it all the hell you want. 
you know what's an unpopular opinion as far as that, which I think ties really far into managing expectations, mm-hmm. is no one wants to hear that, like, I have an idea, and I want to execute it to the best possible way that I possibly can in my head. I want it to look like what I what I v- dreamt about last night. Yeah. Well, when I wake up in the morning and I assess my situation and I'm like, okay, what needs to happen in order for this to work? Yeah. Well, I need the guy some help. Yeah. Maybe or maybe Usually, I can just do it by but, myself, yeah. but normally I need some help. Yeah. I need money. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. And I need just straight up time. Yeah. So, but everyone likes to assess that. And then when they realize that they don't have some of this, like I don't have $10,000 to invest in this. Therefore, my idea can't work. Woe is me. No, you do the idea to the best of your, your ability at the time. And you make it. And your idea might not always pan out to be the exact thing that you dreamt about that night, but you could possibly make it pretty close. Yeah. So the bottom line to me is I really have a theory that it's the people that actually just strive to just make certain ideas a thing, regardless of what their situation in life is, instead of just giving up on them or putting them on the back burner, back burner till later Yeah. and just saying, I'll do it when when I have the time. I'll do it when I have the money. No, you do it now. I will say you've always been good with that because especially early on with a lot of our stuff, you brought me along on those things. Yeah. I, I used to be, and still still am on certain things. I think everybody is on certain things. Uh, I can't pull this off to how I want to. Let me wait on this right. or let me not do it today type shit. No, I know. I and, think and I'm in the minority yeah, with you the are, way that you I are can very, let go. Yeah, you are very much like, you don't care how it's going to come across. You're like, I'm going to just try it. Right. And it always ends up being beneficial. It's right. better than doing nothing. Because whenever you put stuff off, if you don't ever have to do it, you normally don't. Do it's it. the square one. Yeah. You, have to, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. So, I mean, these mo- famous movie directors did not just start out making... Yeah. great movies we kind of like, touched on this in an earlier no podcast. no no i know but i'm i'm just saying i really want to make it clear as far as like because I, I do i i feel like sometimes i'm the minority on this as far as like dude sometimes you need to let go and yeah. just do it yeah because, or or there's the other option of like the example you gave i don't have ten thousand dollars so i can't pull this idea off i had well if you really are so sold on this idea that this is the thing yeah you can do it to the best of your ability and go with it or Raise $10,000. Yeah. Find a way to make it happen if yeah. this is your golden idea. If you idea. really want this to happen yeah. the exact way, you're like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you don't even you don't always know either what's going to pan out as far as you might think that this idea is the best way to do it, but you might be surprised what comes from just doing it within your means. Yeah. Because sometimes you can't always predict the future as far as like, wow, I expected this to go one way, but because I went this way and it got released this way, I'm actually... I have actually other avenues that I can go down that I wasn't even necessarily predicting yeah. in the beginning. Things end up opening up for right. you. That you don't even know. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Um, <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about today? 
Okay, so I was watching uh, the state game, I want to say. And I was scrolling through Twitter on a commercial. And so many things go back to Twitter. I know, dude. Okay, so this is probably this this is probably a uh, a uh, what a noise moti segment. Oh, these are always fun. Yeah, that might just become our podcast. What a noise, each of us. When will it become? Well, okay. When will artists stop bragging about not sleeping? <laughs> is that still a thing? When did that become? Yes. It's not cool. It's unhealthy. You do not put out your best product when you do so. I know that was an epidemic a few years ago, but I thought it kind of got phased out. No, because it's still a cool thing to be like, I spent all night working on this thing and it's dope. Now I'm going to go to bed and it's four o'clock in the afternoon the next day. Okay, well, I would bet a lot of money that when you wake up from your actual sleep and you go listen to that song, there's going to be a shit ton of shit that's wrong with that song because you were just so tired that you literally just thought (laughs) that it was awesome. I've been there. Trust me. You get in the zone and I get it. And like, you don't want to quit doing whatever you're doing. But at the end of the day, it's not cool to go like four days straight working on an album just to be able to tweet that you didn't sleep. And, and it just proves how hard you work because you didn't sleep. Okay. That's where I'll agree with you is, when when people what else is the point? When people are uh, equating the hashtag team no sleep to I work harder than somebody else, that's when I call extreme bullshit. But I do like as an artist, there are some nights where I will stay up all night and work on something, and there is some there's something about it that's just uh just creatively and and inspirationally like cool because everyone else is sleeping, and you are up working. That's and, fine. And that's cool. Like, there's something cool about that. If you're going to sleep, like, but it's a, eventually. It's a rarity, though. It's not like, it's not like, um, hashtag team no sleep. It's like, once in a while, I'll be working on something where I just don't want to turn the computer off and shut it down. And I want to just keep yeah, working. Yeah. And I end up working through the night. I, I go back to, there was a big crit interview that, um, a while back that I, it was after one of his shows. He did, it might, it might have been with Damon Campbell. Okay. Maybe. But I might be wrong about that. Um, but he said he was talking about this topic and he said he was with you. He was like, I don't know what these people are doing talking about. Like, I need 10 hours of sleep and and then I'm good and I function yeah. so much better. And he's one of the hardest working dudes in hip hop. Like, right. He's, you know, for a long time, independent grind, putting out hella mixtapes, producing his own shit. Yeah. Like he works his ass off. Yeah. And obviously there's people on both sides of that. But yeah, you end up a lot of the hashtag team no sleep people. They're not, they're not the hardest working people, you know. Well, but, but that's the thing is I, I, I feel like I need to redefine what I was saying to, I don't have a huge problem with a couple nights you get really inspired and you work into like seven, eight in the morning mm-hmm. and then you go to sleep. Yeah. Okay. You just exhausted like six hours more of what you should have been sleeping for or whatever, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is this constant, like. Dude, I've been working on this album for four days straight and I haven't slept. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. how are you your best self when you haven't slept for four days? Well, and usually those people, are those normally the people that you hear a bunch of music coming from? No. True, yeah. Yeah. 
or it just takes them absurdly longer to finish something than what it would have if they just slept at a normal hour. Yeah. No, I mean, and and like I said, there's exceptions to every rule. Some people just work better. Like some people are nocturnal. But do some you people think just that you better. work better that way, or is it like actually you work better? No, no. That I'm way? I'm just I agree with you. I'm just saying some people do. Some people do work better. Oh, okay, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's but very it, few and but far yeah, between. It, it's not all the hashtag team no sleep people. No. And that even like that leads me to another thing that I I wasn't planning on talking about or anything like that. But the whole like um whether it be looking down on nine to fivers, like I could never do that, fuck that, like blah blah. What, you couldn't work for a living? <laughs> like, cause that's what a lot of it is. And people that I know. and people that want to be entrepreneurs, I know. Um, to be an entrepreneur, ninety percent of the time you got to work harder. Yes, and you got to do a lot of it bullshit. It isn't just working at your own hours, no, or or whenever you feel. like that comes from working hard, right? But there's so many people these days that call themselves entrepreneurs that are lazy as fuck that somehow either a don't have what they claim they have. Or B are living off something else, claiming they're an entrepreneur. <laughs> well, it's it's true. And then and then I hate I hate when people. It's one thing if 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 nine to five doesn't. It's just not what you want to do, and you go work your ass off to not have to do that. I'm cool with that. I was like that. You were like that. Yeah. It's different to look down on people that that have nine to fives. Like, there's a way to say things like, oh, like. Yeah, fuck that. That's that's whack. Like that sucks. Some people I know people that work 9 to 5s that are way harder workers than some of the like creatives and other people like that that I know. Well, and they're built for it and they like it. And the world needs it. Like, but what's wrong with that? There's nothing there's nothing wrong with it. Is it isn't the point of everything to do something that you like to do regardless of whether you can relate to it or not? Yeah. Like just because I don't like doing that doesn't mean that somebody else does yeah. maybe they like that structure i know sometimes like we've talked about before throughout our music careers we've hit certain points where we're like man sometimes i just wish i had more structure yeah this shit and even having like the, having a studio having a home studio yeah. really cool for a lot of aspects all of a sudden though you hit points where you're like i kind of wish i like had to wake up and go, go somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. and and have an office where you're like okay i'm here it's work time yeah i can't just go turn on the tv or no, I put know. my headphones in and drift off or sleep or whatever sometimes i feel like that is good for people as far as especially people that really haven't done it for real in their lives yeah like haven't had that structured job maybe have like what's what's the best example like i, I see it a lot with like uh bartenders and waitresses and stuff like that that literally just work their way through that and and are still doing that 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 is a very like on again off again type of a job it's not it's not like nine to five yeah, every it's weird day. hours and stuff. yeah and and you're on and you're off certain mm -hmm. days and things like and i get that but i do think at some point somebody people should work a nine to five job for six months and just for getting that experience of the structure that it takes to run a just like company or a business like yeah. that because I feel like, especially even, we do music. We run a music label. Somebody has to run the business side of things. Yeah. Someone has to take on the identity of 
the nine to five suit guy well, that, and that, and that keeps everything in check. And that's kind of what I meant by the nine to five versus entrepreneur. Like what it normally ends up being, at least for a long time. As an entrepreneur, once you hit a certain point, sometimes you can take a back seat and let other people do your work. But right. for a long time, as an entrepreneur, it's not nine to five versus setting my own hours. Mm. It's nine to five versus nine to nine. Right. Like, and yeah, it, nine to nine to be your own boss. That's what, what I mean. Yeah. Like, and you can, okay. Since you're an entrepreneur and you're your own boss, you could do 11 to 11 if you wanted to. Right. Like you can set your own hours a bit, but a lot of times it is more work. Right. For hopefully a shorter period you're of time. You're working more total hours. And it's hopefully though for like, if you're, if you're a nine to fiver and you just join the workforce, you're working what, like 40 years, you know, yeah. nine to five. Yeah. The idea of an entrepreneur, hopefully, unless you just love your work and obviously stay with it for as long as you want. But if, if you're the person that just doesn't want to work, you have to work your ass off. Right. But hopefully for a shorter amount of time, then, like I said, you can sit back and let other people run your shit and pay other people to right. do some of the stuff you had to do here's a great coming up real world ex example of that me so i <laughs> seriously li listen to this so <laughs> i i have here's to, a great real world example of this me i'm the best <laughs> no no it's i know i know what i'm trying to say is okay so an artist wants to submit a song on our label okay yes i'm my own boss i own the spectators collective i can technically co -own, co -own. do co-own the spectators collective technically can do whatever i like whatever hours i want to do but because we're a label for the artists and the artists are technically boss at this point cyrus or marcus or anybody you can submit me a song and you can be like i want to release this on this day mm -hmm. so i try my absolute best to not use the excuse of I have something personally going on at that time. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. All of our artists will tell you, I think I've only used that excuse like twice ever to release a song. I have to make myself available to post that song at that point. I have to make it on our website. I have to post it to SoundCloud. I have to make sure that everyone has access to that song at the time that the artist wanted yeah. to release it. It isn't regardless of what's going on in my own it life. It isn't some long ass process, but it is something that happens all the time. Right. Exactly. And if a certain service isn't working, it can turn yeah. into uploads a long, take longer. YouTube like is yeah. fucking yeah. up, like all of that stuff. Yeah. So I have had a release turn into like a three hour thing. Yeah. Because YouTube's doing something stupid or whatever. Yeah. But the bottom line is I have to make myself available. Did I make those hours? No. You told me to release that song at right. that point. Right. So am I really better off? The only reason why I'm better off is because I could technically tell you, no, we're doing it this time because I have this right. super important thing to right. do. If I wasn't my but own the, boss, but, then I couldn't right, do but that. But part of the reason, which goes back to what I was saying, part of the reason why the process has been successful is because you don't say no. Exactly. Like people can take, if you, if you're your own boss and you can quote unquote, set your own hours and blah, blah, blah. If you start taking advantage of that shit, then you don't get anywhere. Right. And that's why I say you have to work harder for a certain amount of time because you have to, um, progress. Yeah. You can't just stay stagnant where you're at or you'll die. Well, there's a reason why these businesses are the way that they are. 
like it, it, you like have to have consistency. Yeah, so that's the, why people ask employees to come in from nine to five. It doesn't mean that you're going to be straight up working from nine to five. And that's the difference between a lot of nine to fivers and an entrepreneur is a nine to fiver has a job for the most part. Like this doesn't apply to everybody, but not a lot of nine to fivers have a job, but someone else worries about the growth and yes. what, and, and, and what that job, what the outcome of that job that this one person is doing right. is going to cause. Right. Whereas as an entrepreneur, you have those jobs to do, but also you have to worry about the next step of like, okay, where does this take me? You're as the business? employee and the manager right. at that point. Right. When, you, when you're at a normal job, you are either the employee or you're the manager. Right. That, so you're not worrying about I guess, both sides. And I guess of the- that's what I think a lot of people that start off being like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur, but never actually do anything. They just want to be the manager. Right. Exactly. They don't want to be the employee. They want to have the ideas and they want to worry about the growth, but they don't want to do the yep. work. Yep. Yep. Anyways, didn't plan on talking about that, but it just kind of led me there. Dope. Great conversation. How long have we been talking? Like an hour now? Um, yeah, about an hour. I think we've done a good job keeping these between hour, hour and a half type vibe. Yep. Real chill, you know, yep, laid yep, back, yep. sexy vibe. Um, so to outro this, um, you guys, uh, I think, I think I'm going to drop that. Uh, we have a new artist signed. Ooh, we have a new artist signed. Um, going <laughs> going to announce him. going to announce that this week um and uh he's on a new song with uh Packy mm. that we're dropping Friday yeah. and I think we'll play a snippet of that um at the end of this podcast oh yeah uh that's what's new at the spec um and uh that's big news I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop the guest next week. Yeah, we're gonna have nobody epic here, Joel. Next week, Ooh, not so sure about that sound. Um, we're about seventy-five percent sure he's gonna be here. Um, big dog Joel might go to the All Star game. Yeah, what a lucky bastard. <laughs> Must be nice, dude. But uh, yeah, seventy-five percent sure he's going to be joining us next week. So Must be nice to be a big YouTuber. Make sure to stay tuned for that, and I will be releasing our call-in number for you guys to ask us questions on the next episodes. Wow! On that episode, hitting them with lots of big news. That's right. So podcast. make sure you tune in and uh, so take advantage of that. Between now and next Monday, assuming Joel will be able to make it in, um, hit us with some questions on social media or topics that you would like us to talk about with Joel. Yep. Cause we want to touch on those. Yep. Um, otherwise comments. Yeah. Um, make sure you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, we're on YouTube and Apple podcasts. So be sure to check them out on both. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Are you good? Yeah, I am hood. You're good. Okay. We did not plan the hats today. Oh yeah. <laughs> just happened to work out that way. We're both basic. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're outroing to our new song releasing Friday, Packy featuring I don't know if I wanna 
if I want to drop the uh, no. artist name. Yeah. No, wait on it. Okay, cool. This is called Heat Check. Yeah. OMG, I did it all again. Had to prove it to myself this time. Took a shot and got another win. Better than anyone else with mine. Now they all wanna do it like me. Ooh, this shit is lively. We booming, yeah. Rumors are flying. Everyone assuming, yeah. It's all just a game of truth or dare. Luckily, I got it all covered. Ooh, boy, you should see the projections. I'm coming for all of it. Luckily, I don't need any more best friends. I'm back on my wave now. I used to wanna do the press. I don't got no shit to say now. They just wanna talk about some dumb shit. I don't play down, no way. I don't play down, no way. Phony ass will never get my respect. People say they're killing shit, but they ain't did the D yet. Every shot I take is been going in. I need a E check. With the hot hand, going hella deep with it, hot damn Life turned into a movie, we had to shoot in my shooters and knock down Hell no, I ain't about to leave, yeah, I ain't make it to the league, yeah I'm the best kept secret, I need a, I need a, I need a E-check Yeah, year to get the label up, now we off and running Every year has been a blessing, but 16 always been a number You can't really tell me nothing